Good time of the day, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Leonie Kishin, and this is 10 Rolls of Film Photography Podcast. First two episodes of this podcast uh, have been somewhat monothematic, each one dedicated to a specific subject. Uh, this one is going to be a bit more of a mishmash. There are a few things I would like to talk about today, so let's get to it. If you've seen my posts um, on Instagram or on Negative Positives Film Photography Podcast Facebook group lately, then uh, you already know that I've been dipping, or I guess the right term is staining, my toes in PMK Film Developer. Uh, it is a part of so-called Pyro class of developers, since it uses Pyro Galol as a developing agent. Uh, the main difference is that it stains the negative uh, and the stain sort of fills in the gaps between silver particles in the emulsion and that should give a smoother grain and better tonal transitions compared to traditional developers. Well, now, I'm no chemist, but this is a very dumbed down generalized description of how it works. Uh, granted, I've missed the peak pyro craze by about 20 years because it had a major resurgence in the 90s with some new formulas as well as uh, some prominent photographers and photography educators putting out a good deal of practical information about it. And one of the things that get mentioned pretty much every time someone brings up pyro developers is health risks. And I would love to offer some thoughts on that. Thing is that traditionally the most dangerous part of using a pyro developer has been mixing the stock solution from powder chemicals. Uh, pure pyrogalol and pyrocatechin are indeed extremely toxic and must not touch the skin or enter the respiratory system, so full chemical protection is required for that part. However, unless you are hell-bent on mixing your own developer, that's not really a concern for most people these days, as there are numerous formulations that are available in pre-mixed liquid form. Mine is from a French company called uh, Berger, or is it Berger? I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Uh, there are some from Photographer's Formulary and uh, others as well. With liquid solutions, safety guidelines are pretty much the same as with most, let's call them mainstream developers. You know, the usual do not drink it, do not sniff directly from the bottle. If some of the liquid lands on your skin, wash it thoroughly with warm water and some soap. If it gets into your eye, wash very thoroughly and contact a doctor immediately. Um, so there is really not that much extra risk there, if any. And I think it's a shame that some photographers may skip pyro developers due to safety concerns, which are not necessarily justified. After all, you know, Rodinal which is one of the most popular developers ever, is also highly toxic. But no one seems to be too concerned about that. And Rodinal is often recommended to newcomers as a first-time developer. Uh, there, is also, uh, some, there are also some concerns about long-term health risks uh, due to exposure. But those are not confirmed. And uh, photographers, famous photographers that are suspected to have have had health problems due to that, uh, also agitated the film, the shit film in trace by hand, which is definitely a bad idea. 
So I think as long as you don't do that, you're fine. Uh, surely there will be more stuff about my adventures with uh, BMK developer in the future episodes, but for now, that's it. Second thing I wanted to mention today is that I'm finally thinking of making a zine. Uh, again, if you check out my Instagram, a few latest shots are from Scheveningen, uh, a sort of Brighton-esque seaside resort that is now part of The Hague. And I have an idea uh, of making a zine about this area in the period after summer, when the beach is empty and a sense of abandonment starts to show up here and there. Uh, now, I've never made a zine before. So it's gonna be a whole lot of firsts for me. How to select the images, how to order them, how to go about formatting and printing the design. I don't own a printer, so it'll have to be ordered. There's an article on uh, emulsive.org by Anil Mystery with some tips for making a photo book or a design. And that's been really helpful in organizing my thoughts a little, but it still feels like a pretty major undertaking to me uh, a little scared with the prospect of making it uh, but also very excited so we'll see how that goes now uh, the next one is a bit of a mumbling rambling um, recently I did a photo shoot for a fellow musician uh, she's a good friend and a very talented singer and uh, we settled on black and white palette and because of that I did think about doing this shoot on film, but there was a need for instant visual feedback, uh, so digital it was. Now, I use digital fairly, fairly often, uh, but I rarely go black and white on it. Meanwhile, on film, I shoot about 90% black and white. So editing the digital shots from this gig was kind of a strange experience to me. I think they ended up looking pretty good, and definitely in line with sort of the mood and aesthetic that we settled on beforehand. But there is still something a little fake about them. Now, I do not know if it is because of how they actually look or just because I know that it was not shot in true black and white, that it was converted in post. I guess it's just because I've gotten used to black and white film and uh, there's such a powerful sense of determination and definition, artistically speaking, when you load a black and white film. Because it means that you've just made some choices that are now set in stone, in terms of uh, sensitivity, in, f in terms of contrast, in terms of grain, in terms of palette, obviously. And it just sets my mind straight, somehow. It brings clarity, and I think creativity actually they say that devil is in the details but I think sometimes devil is in having a choice as well and with digital I experience that so next time I have a black and white shoot I should really summon the courage and take the leap and just shoot film so wish me luck with that uh, that's it for today uh, please subscribe um, comment, review. Also, don't hesitate to come meet me on my Instagram, uh, 10 Rolls of Film. 
Uh, you can also find me on Negative Positives Film Photography Podcast Facebook group as Leonid Nikishin. There's also a blog of the same name, 10rosofilm.wordpress.com. That's 10 as in 1-0, where I also uh, put some of my musings in written word, not typed word, rather. Um, and yeah, keep shooting film. See you next week.